Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Dazzy and Katarina. Well, Pokey and Era reached the big red mountain of midnight barbecue at dusk, and the huge mountain loomed before them, blocking the view of the western sky. Era shivered a little. She had never seen anything so massive. Her arms shook with weariness from carrying her baby brother so long. Pokey squirmed and whined and cried in her arms. <laughs> His diaper was full again, but Era didn't have access to any water. She said, I know you're uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You'll just have to wait until we find some water. Hopefully there's some in this mountain. And Pokey went, Puh! and he hit Era's face, and she went, ow, stop it. Yeah. They approached the gigantic front door, and Era took a deep breath and then knocked as loud as she could. There was no answer. She knocked again and again and again, and she said, Hello, is there anyone in there? Can you hear me? We need help, please. They waited a full minute, but no answer came. Oh, Era said, Come on, let's go find a stream or something so we can change you. And she started to carry Pokey away from the mountain, but suddenly she heard a creaking sound behind her. She turned and saw the mountain door opening slowly. A cute little kitten with a spotted coat, a baby ocelot perhaps, was straining to push the door wide. And the kitten said, hello, come in. Then a voice inside the mountain said, no, Katarina, we're not supposed to open the door for anyone. And the kitten said, but they need help. The king and queen said we can't open the door to anyone, especially after what happened to that city. There's an evil lady afoot. Katerina the kitten frowned and said, The evil lady who destroyed that town is afoot? The other voice said, No. Katerina said, I didn't know she was a giant foot. How weird, did she step on the town? The other voice said, She's a witch or an enchantress or something, and she's dangerous. This visitor might be one of her minions. Katarina said, it's just a little fairy. She doesn't look dangerous. She sniffed the air, catching a whiff of Pokey's diaper. <laughs> Although she smells pretty evil. Era said, um, that's my baby brother's diaper, not me. And Pokey said, diaper. And then Era shifted Pokey to her other arm and she said, can we please come inside? We're just kids. We're tired and hungry. The voice behind the door said, fine. Katarina said, yay! She jumped playfully, and then she stood aside so Era and Pokey could enter the mountain. Era carried Pokey through the doorway, and then she saw the owner of the other voice, a big blue dragon. Its scales were iridescent and beautiful. They sometimes shimmered purple or green or gold. The dragon said, I'm Dazzy. Era said, I'm Era. This is my brother, Pokey. We came from across the lake. Dazzy nodded at them and she said, well, technically I'm the guardian of the door and I'm supposed to cook any unauthorized visitors with dragon fire. Era stiffened and held Pokey close. Dazzy said, but I can't breathe fire yet, so don't worry. Katarina said, and I'm Katarina. She pranced about excitedly. She could barely keep still. She was always moving. She said, it's so nice to meet you. Era said, well, it's nice to meet you, too. Thank you for letting us in. And Dazzy the dragon said, you'll need to check with our king and queen to make sure you can stay. And then she closed the mighty door. 
Era followed Dazzy and Katarina up a set of stone stairs and into a wide room. There were many animals gathered there. On a flower-festooned dais at the end of the room sat two mice on thrones of gold. Unlike Katarina and most of the other animals, they were just a little bigger than Era, about the size of stuffed toys in our world. Dazzy, however, was quite a bit larger than the other animals, at least twice their size. She said, Your Majesties, may I present Era from across the lake and her baby brother Pokey. Ms. Era, this is King Donder and Queen Darlin. Queen Darlin smiled down at Era and she said, Welcome to Midnight Barbecue. Era said, is that what this mountain is called? Yes, from a time immemorial. Era said, what? But this mountain just appeared a couple of years ago. King Donder cocked his head and said, No, my child, this mountain has been here for many, many long years. Era went, okay, right. I remember that Trini said time moved differently in this mountain. Queen Darlin said, Trini? Do you mean Trini de Lork? I remember her. How is she doing? Era said, she's dead. All of my people are dead. They were killed by an evil goddess who called herself Mama. The crowd began to murmur animatedly. And Queen Darlin silenced them with a raised paw. She said, we heard about the destruction of Atasket and could see the smoke from our windows. Are you saying that your city has been destroyed too? Yes. You poor things. Are there any of your people left in the world? Era shook her head slowly. She said, no. There was a Mimi nation called Chalet far to the east once upon a time. Those people might still be there, but they're on the other side of the Sea of Etheria now. There's no way to get there. Darlin said, Sea of Etheria? It's not a real sea, said Era. It's a cloudy, weird netherworld made of dream stuff. It surrounds this whole world, and many years ago it sundered Chalet from the rest of Magic Woods. I read all about it. I see. And then Era swayed on her feet, suddenly overcome with weariness, and Pokey squirmed in her arms, wanting to be put down. And a handsome young tiger bounded forward, and he said, Here, me and my husband can watch the baby for you. We'll change his diaper and get him some food. Era said, Thank you. And then an orange donkey with a purple sombrero helped the tiger to take care of the baby and change his diaper. They put lotion on his bottom so he wouldn't get a rash. They fed him milk and fruit and porridge. Pokey was famished and he ate everything they put before him. And then the donkey and the tiger played with Pokey. The little Mimi squealed with delight as he wrestled with the tiny tiger and rode on the donkey's back. And Era watched all this with a smile of relief. And then she swooned again, nearly falling to the floor. Dazzy appeared at her side and steadied her. And the king said, You must be weary, poor child. Come, we will feed you and house you and clothe you. You don't need to worry any more. Though your people are gone from this world, you and your brother will be safe here. Era smiled. Silent tears dripped from her eyes. And then Dazzy the dragon led her to a warm bed in a guest house. And there she slipped into a deep and dreamless sleep. Over the next few days, Era and her brother lived happily amongst the animals of Midnight Barbecue. Era regained her strength. She spent a lot of time with Katarina and Dazzy, and they all became fast friends. Era had her first taste of an exotic dish called pizza. Katarina said, Ugh, it's my favorite food in the whole world. 
Eris said, I really like it too. And then Katerina noticed Eris' telltale, and she said, I used to have a necklace. It had a K on it for some reason, but I lost it. Dazzy said the K was for Katerina, obviously. Katerina said, oh, really? Yes, really. What do you think it stood for, kangaroo? Era laughed. It felt good to laugh with friends again, and it warmed her spirit to see her brother happy and safe. But her heart was troubled. Twice more she dreamt about the evil pumpkin. She looked often at the telltale. Her parents' sides were still tarnished. They were alive but unwell. But where? She knew that she wouldn't be able to rest until she found them. So one day she approached the king and queen and she said, I, I feel like I must find my parents. I don't know where they could be, but I have to do something. The queen said, but where will you even start? Era blushed slightly and she said, well, um, north of here, very far north, there's supposed to be a place called the Prophecy Mirror. Legend says it will show you visions of the past, present, and future. But it only works on the first day of autumn. I was hoping to take a look. Maybe it would give me some clues about what happened to my parents. The queen said, hmm, that might work. But don't you need to be a soothsayer to perform such magic? Have you the gift of foresight, child? Era blushed deeper and she said, I, I think maybe I might. I don't know what else to do. I mean, I used to have dreams about a tower in the center of this world, the Tower of Tuluma. Maybe I could go there if the prophecy mirror doesn't work. King Donder looked at Era with pity and he said, Please, just stay here. You and your brother will be safe in this mountain. Era said, I can't. I need to do something. The queen said, Then let your brother stay here at least. He is too young for such an adventure. So it was decided. Era would leave the mountain to seek the prophecy mirror. Tiggum the tiger and Texas Tommy the donkey were more than happy to watch Pokey in her absence. Tiggum said, we've always wanted to have a child. And Pokey said, kitty, and he pulled the tiger's tail and left. Tiggum smiled at Era and he said, take your time, child, as long as you need to find your parents. Era said, thank you. That means so much to me. She breathed easy, knowing that her brother, at least, would be safe. On the morning of her departure, the king and queen gave Era a set of new clothes and a bag full of food. Era looked into the bag and her eyes grew wide with wonder. She said, where do you even grow such food? The king spread his arms and said, it just appears in a room here in this mountain whenever we need it. Era said, wow. She knew that in the outside world, food would be much harder to come by. She kissed her brother's forehead. She said, goodbye, little rascal. I'll be back as soon as I can find Mummy and Daddy. Pokey touched her face and looked into her eyes and he said, Mama? Dada? Yes, said Era. I'll try to find them, I promise. A crowd of animals accompanied Era to the front door to say farewell. She was surprised and saddened to see that Dazzy and Katarina weren't among them. The king opened the door himself. He said, Farewell, Era the Brave. Era said goodbye and thank you, everyone. She waved to Pokey one more time before the gigantic door shut behind her with a terribly loud boom. 
She had a horrible sinking feeling that she would never see her baby brother again. The skies above were dark gray, promising rain. She felt utterly, horribly alone. But then she heard a familiar voice, Era! Dazzy came bounding out of a copse of trees with Katerina on her back. She said, we've decided to come with you. Era said, what, really? Dazzy flexed her beautiful wings. She said, of course, we're friends, right? We couldn't let you go alone. Era nearly burst into tears. She said, thank you. You're welcome. So do you know where we're going first? Era said, um, yeah, the prophecy mirror in Northland. Katerina said, a mirror? No, a mirror. It's a shallow little lake. Well, why don't they just call it a shallow little lake then? Well, Dazzy said, mirror is quicker to say. It's fewer words. Katerina said, oh, but I like using as many words as possible. Dazzy said, yeah, I know. Era said, the prophecy mirror shows visions of the future to those who have the gift of foresight. Katerina said, do you have the gift of foresight? Maybe. Is it in your bag? No. Is it all wrapped up in a pretty package? Era said, it's not that kind of gift. It's not something you can hold or wrap or give to someone. It's just something inside of you. Katerina said, weird. How do you open it then? Ugh, Dazzy groaned, exasperated, but Era smiled. She said, come on, let's get started. And then they took off into the sky. Already the dark clouds were rolling away. The sun was shining again. Well, that's the end of Dazzy and Katerina. The next story is called The Prophecy Mirror. Goodbye.